Do you know what it means to table something or to summer or to ice something? All of these words sound like they should be nouns as they are in the English language, but in this lesson, I'm going to teach you how these words and other ones can commonly be used as verbs. In a normal English classroom, your teacher will not teach you the nouns as verbs, and these are so useful for our daily conversation. So in this lesson, I'm going to teach you some really important ones that will help you express yourself in your English conversations. Hey, did you remember to clock out yesterday? In today's English conversation, the word clock out was used. Now we talk about clocking out or clocking in. It simply means just marking the time or somehow on a computer, noting the time that you started work, clocking in, and then clocking out is when you stopped working. We also use clock to sometimes just say that we are counting the speed that someone is going. So in the United States, police officers will use radar guns to check how fast you are going. And if they clock you going faster than the speed limit, they'll pull you over and they'll give you a ticket and you'll have to pay a fine. So if they clock you, it means that they measure your speed. No, I had to jet out of here because I had an injury. There are so many interesting ways in the English language to say that we have to go somewhere, and especially if we have to leave quickly. Sometimes we say, I have to run, but sometimes more of a slang phrase, we say, I have to jet. Of course, we think of a jet as being a jet airplane or a jet engine, and sometimes we use it to say that we need to go quickly. I have to jet, or we say as a phrasal verb, I have to jet out, meaning I have to get out of here fast. What happened? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I was helping everyone here at the office clean up their space, and then I knocked into a cabinet. In this English conversation, knock is used as a verb. Of course, a knock, you can say the sound is a knock. There was a knock at the door. Or you can also use it as a verb. You can say, I was knocking at the door. Another really common way that this English word is used that might be a little bit new to you is if you knock someone out. To get knocked out or to knock someone out means that you hit them so hard that they basically go to sleep. It's not good to get knocked out. And of course, if you run into something like a cabinet very hard with your head, you could get knocked out. In the UFC and in boxing, when there is a knockout in the sport, the match is stopped and there is a winner, whoever knocked out the other opponent. And here's another really interesting vocabulary word when it comes to knock. This isn't necessarily used in verb form, but if you say that a fight was a slobber knocker, it means there was lots of hits and it was very violent. That's nice that you were helping everyone clean. You're always mothering us. The next noun that's used as a verb is to mother. Now, of course, your mother, your mom, your mommy is your family member. But typically when we say that someone is mothering another person, it means they're acting like their mother, even though they are not their mother. They are their peer, their friend, or their sister. It's typically used for when females act like a mother to someone else who is not their child. So if you say, stop mothering me, it means I don't need your help. I don't need you to take care of me. Or if you say, oh, you mother him so nicely, it means that you take care of him even though he's not your child. 
thanks. But I had to leave because I hit my head and my eye started to balloon up. If something balloons, or you can say it balloons up, we can mean that it's swelling. So if you hit your eye and it starts swelling an incredible amount, you can say my eye is ballooning up. We can also use this verb phrase to say that someone is gaining weight. They are ballooning. And this would be a non-kind way to say this. It's definitely not something you'd want to say to someone's face. You're ballooning up. You know, we always want to avoid talking about people's weight in English. We could also use this phrase to say that something is increasing in size or in price very quickly. So right now we can say the price of food at the grocery store is really ballooning. This means it's increasing rapidly. Oh no! Did you try icing it? To ice something, it means that you are going to take an ice pack, or in this conversation, a package of frozen peas, and you're going to put it on an injury. In English, we say that if you have an injury, the best method of treatment is rice. So rest, ice, compression, and elevate. So to ice something means to make it very cold. We can use this when we're talking about injuries, or if you say, would you like me to ice your drink? It means, do you want me to put ice in it, or do you want me to put it in my freezer to make it cold enough to drink. Because in the United States, we love very cold beverages. Yeah, it's just like when I was a kid, I got socked in the face and I had to use frozen peas to ice it. To use the word sock as a verb in English, it means that you punch someone. So if you say, I got socked in the face, it means I got punched in the face. This, of course, is used in more of a slang and informal way, especially in speaking English. So if you got knocked out, you might have gotten socked at the same time. And when you use this verb phrase, I got socked, you can be talking about something else hitting you. Maybe you got hit by a flying object. I got socked in the head. It doesn't have to be a punch. It just means you got hit. I've actually used the frozen peas trick too. When I used to summer in Martha's Vineyard, I sprained my ankle and I had to use that. It worked quite well. So when people say that they summered somewhere, we use the word summer as a verb. It means that they spent their vacation time in the summer there. I've heard that this is a very rich person phrase because obviously if you don't have a lot of money, you don't get to go on a summer vacation every year. So if you're using summer as a verb, you might be very wealthy. You could say, we summered at a nice cabin on the lake. This means we spent our time in the summer at the lake. Where I live, it's very cold in the winter. So some people, known as snowbirds, they go to another place in the winter, just like a bird would in the United States. And you can even say that we wintered in Florida, we wintered in Texas. That means instead of spending the winter where it's cold, we live somewhere else in the winter. And again, you would have to have a lot of money to have a second home and be able to do this. It's a good trick. Okay, well, maybe we should table this conversation because I don't want anyone else to get any injuries. The last noun that I'm going to use as a verb for you, like in this conversation, is to table something. And you guys should feel very comfortable using this in a conversation because it's a very common phrase. If we say, let's table this conversation, or let's table this for later, it means let's postpone 
talking about this. I kind of picture this idiom as saying, let's put it under the table. So it's still there. We can still talk about it, but we're just going to hide it for a little bit. We're just postponing the conversation or delaying it for later. This is used a lot in business English as well. So feel free to start using this phrase. Thank you guys so much for watching this English lesson with me. I hope that you take these nouns and use them as verbs in your English conversations. Let me know in the comments which one of these verbs was new for you and which ones did you not learn in your English class that are going to be very useful for you in conversations now. If you guys want to learn more natural English vocabulary with me, make sure to check out EnglishWithKayla.com. That's where you can purchase my new Upgrade to Native English Conversation course. It's six weeks of pre-recorded lessons where you'll learn lots of vocabulary, actually over 200 phrases in the whole course, and you'll have a practice conversation to speak along with each week. I'll see you guys in the next lesson here on YouTube, and thanks for watching. Goodbye!